One station for many communities. This is PCR. Welcome to the uh, Dot Mason Show, Peterborough City Radio, 103.2 FM. We started the show there with a track from a uh, noise band called uh, Read the Room and a track called uh, Pl- No Place Like uh, No Other. Uh, our guest band live in session are RJ Archer and the uh, Painful Memories. Uh, the next track coming up in a bit is by Italian alt rockers Sarajevo 84 and a song called The Cliff. Just about 1 minute and 30 seconds starting the show late. Uh, too busy chatting to the band. It was all my fault. Anyway, this is uh, Alt Rockers uh, Sarajevo 84 and The Cliff.
we go. Sorry, over 84 and a song called The Cliff. They come from Italy, as I said previously. I think it's going to be one of those shows tonight because I've only made a couple of cock-ups. We shall see. Perhaps it's going to be a Mark Mason, Doc Mason cock-up show. Perhaps we'll settle down. Uh, this is a band called The Black Vultures and the song's called uh, Treat Me Like an Animal.
Oh, the black vultures and uh, treat me like an animal. I'm sure some people wanted to treat me like an animal this week. I did upset quite a few people when I put in, please do not submit any Christmas songs because I won't play them. And it got 40 comments, 40 comments on that. And you know what I mean? Some people, you know what I mean? Bar humbugging and all this, that, and you've heard. And some people, like, not even uh, who follow the radio show and stuff like that, started commenting and this, that, and you've Like, on uh, PCRFM, I'm sure it's uh, wall-to-wall Christmas songs, just about every other song. And on the radio, it's like the other day, I heard Wish It, Wish it Was Christmas by uh, Roy Wood and them, by Wizard. And uh, I think at the time, it's like the 4th, the 4th of uh, December. You know, I've got three more weeks to go, guys. You know what I mean? I'm semi-mental. I'm like my good age. I must have heard that song, I don't know, how many times. No, no Christmas songs now. That's the end of it. Uh, this is a local composer. He goes by the name of uh, Anthony Nottingham. And the song's called uh, The World Is My Club. Not a Christmas club, neither. <laughs> We've got Anthony Nottingham and the world is my club. Dedicate that one to uh, Michael and Jill Day over in uh, Market Deep because I know Michael does look a bit of electronica. Uh, this is uh, Ruby J and I don't care. Do up your head, 
We are too. At Peterborough City Council, we're doing all we can to help you this winter. On peterborough.gov.uk, you'll find a number of initiatives and links that will help, support and advise you on ways to save energy and funds that are available for boiler and heating works and insulating your home, which is the only long-term way to save money on energy bills. It's our way of helping you to keep warm and save on energy costs. Visit peterborough.gov.uk. Friday nights will never be the same again. The Today Show is here on PCRFM every Friday night from 9 to bring you tracks to reflect the day's news and events. We've got a hymn for the weekend and we'll be diving into the new music Friday basket to find a fresh future hit. Join me, Oliver Needham, every Friday from 9 till 11pm for the Today Show. It's about time. 
Here at Prince Build, we've been supporting local communities and working with businesses for more than 45 years. We're passionate about our home city of Peterborough and the strong relationships we've built within it, providing apprenticeships, raising funds for good causes, and as proud sponsors of The Posh. Oh, and we deliver some great building projects too. Find out more about the work we do and see our latest vacancies at princebuild.co.uk. Prince Build, meeting your business property needs today.
Now, that was a German producer, Digital Factor, and the song because I am who I am. Good for him. That's the same for me. So, yeah, I don't care if I upset a load of people about not playing Christmas songs. That's why it's going to be. You know what I mean? I don't mind a bit of Christmas. I really do love Christmas. You know, like Christmas Eve, going out for a drink with my mates. Christmas Day with all the family. I think there's about, I don't know, I think there could be about 10 of us around mine on uh, Christmas Day having a nice Christmas lunch. Very good. It's just all overhyped, isn't it? It's just all overhyped, you know. They start going on about Christmas before Halloween. You know what I mean? So, they'll be going on about Christmas before Easter soon. Just just for braining. So, no Christmas songs on the air. That's the end of it. I'm going to say it no more. This is a band from uh, Australia. They go by the name of a Split System. And uh, this song's called... Oh, where am I? I've lost this one. Grip. There we go, that was a split system, and I've got a grip there. They come from Melbourne in Australia. Uh, this is about, well, I've got to say, a live band will be a little bit late starting tonight because uh, they've had to battle the weather and traffic and stuff like that. I don't know, we'll probably kick off with them in about another 10, 15 minutes' time. Uh, this is the Just Imagines on a song called uh, Tragic Trinity. <laughs> Thank you. 
Oh, talk about uh, psychedelia. That one's a bit freaky. Uh, this is Just Imagines and a song called uh, Tragic Trinity. No, it's not. Get it right. I've just played that. See, I told you I was going to have one of those shows when I'm not quite up to it, you know what I mean? And it's happening tonight. Uh, this is the Get Arounds and the song's called My Time. Get rounds and it's my time. Uh, 
you want to send a track to the show, play it on the radio, please email me at uh, dotmason at sky.com. And uh, when I play it, I'll try not to cock it up, cock the announcement. Uh, this is a band called uh, The Sky Beneath Us and a song called The Godless Men.
We got Sky Beneath Us and uh, Godless Men. Dedicate that one to Stuart and Heather up in uh, Nottingham. Now it's time for us to go over to our guest band this evening, RJ Archer. RJ Archer and the Painful Memories. How you doing, guys? Very well, thank you. Thanks for having us. You're most welcome. Would you to tell me how the band all started? Uh, we started in 2019. Uh, what happened was I uh, had a, a solo record out, which was just a sort of folk record mm-hmm. on guitar. And I played some of those songs for the last time I was here in yeah, I remember. 18 or something. And um, I entered one of those songs into a uh, songwriting competition uh, for a uh, rival radio station. I uh, won't, won't mention who it is. Oh, I know. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> long story short, I won some studio time. Nice. And I asked uh, Roger, who's the bass player here, and Ben, who was then on the drums, he's now on guitar, I asked them if they'd come along with me to uh, help me record some songs with the free studio time. It went so well that uh, the guy who was recording said, you should probably just, like, carry on with this and, you know, make it a band. So we said, yep, all right. So then we went from there. And then in 2022, last year, that is, um, we got Jim on the drums and, yeah, Ben moved to guitar. That's, that's weird, yeah. We have quite a few bands on with guitarists who were drummers, or drummers who were guitarists, and well, the yeah. people move people move around. Well, Dave Grohl was the original one, wasn't he? He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're here following in their footsteps. What's the first uh, track you're going to play us this evening? So the first track is the um, is from our uh, second album, which we released in September, yeah. and it's a album track um, called "Do You Want My Love." Off you go. Thank you.
Oh yeah. Cheers. Thank you. You got you sort of got that sound of a sort of classic rock heavy sort of bluesy feel all rolled up into one. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's the lot of the bands that I've grown up listening to tend to be seventies, eighties sort of hard rock blues influenced stuff and sixties stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. No no bad thing at all. So uh, you was in the uh, studio recently, uh, September time. Studio, yes. Um, well no, no, that was when the album came out. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, the album came out in September. We, what would happen with mm. the second album, as with the first, was that we recorded them in uh, little sessions over the course of about a year. Uh. Um, and we, you know, sort of like four or five hour blocks. And actually, yeah. we recorded all ten tracks, mixed, mastered everything in under 24 hours. Oh, that's, that's good going. Yeah, yeah, pretty proud of it. But I, was, I suppose you may have got quite a sort of a natural sound in a way, if you know what I mean. It's not overproduced. Oh, absolutely not, no, yeah, we, we recorded live in the studio, um, and uh, the only thing we overdubbed were, like, the guitar solos mm. and the sort of vocals, so... Because you, you, can, you can lose something, can't you? You can lose the energy if you sort of, like, get, you know... Yeah, I, I think it, it's, it's different strokes for different folks, I think, like, some, some bands really sound good, multi-tracked, and sort of, like, doing their bits one at a time and whatnot, and, you know, you got... It depends on, sort of, the feel you're going for, so, you know, sort of modern, sort of, a lot of modern metal and whatnot sounds good with that sort of level of polish on it but that just um, is not where we're coming from that's not our sort of thing no no you're sort of coming from Jimi Hendrix's direction and cream and people like that aren't you absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> for real yeah I'll, I'll take that any day yeah. <laughs> and what's the uh, next track you're going to play for us okay so the next track is off of our first album mm-hmm. um, called Hot Mess um, and this track is called A Little Mercy off you go Oh, wow. 
Thank you. Uh, shout out for uh, Paul Huston and uh, Michael Day. Guys, thank you very much for watching and listening to the show. How'd you, how'd you go about writing songs then? Who's, who's the seat, chief songwriter in the band? Rich. Yeah, that's me, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, what sort of gives you inspiration to write a song, Richard? Mm, nothing really, just like thoughts. Thoughts, stuff that's happened to me, stuff I make up, you know what I mean? Anything really. Life. Yeah, life. But, you know, sometimes you make stuff up as well, you know, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are you a prolific songwriter? Ooh. I yes, yes, he is a prolific yeah. songwriter, I, I, absolutely. I would say I am, but I go through sort of phases of writing lots of stuff, and then there's like months where I just sort of don't bother. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, on, on and off, on and off. How many songs have you got stashed down that you've not committed to the band or whatever? Hundreds. Honestly, hundreds. Hundreds. You are a prolific <laughs> songwriter then. Yeah. <laughs> so on average, on average, if you averaged it out, what's that, a song a day, song every other day, something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, the thing is, as I'm, a, as I'm my dad now, I don't really like sit down and write a song. Ah. It'll come in bits, do you know what I mean? So yes. I have an idea for something and I'll have to like put that on a phone quickly hmm. and then I'll have to follow that up maybe two months later or something you know what I mean when, when I next get a chance to do something so so it may be a good it's maybe good for you then you've got such a long a lot of songs written already then yes it is yeah yeah definitely definitely but yeah when, once you you know you become a, a parent that slows things it, of course it, yeah it can it can slow things down yeah, Some yeah. but I am one of those people who've definitely been slowed down by it well yeah having children takes up a lot of time Yes, you know, yes, and a lot of commitment. I mean, being in the band is a big commitment as well, isn't it? You know what I mean? So it, it is. I think. Hang on a second. I think what um, w- with us we have to schedule everything. Yes. pretty carefully. Um, so yeah, it, I mean, it is. Yeah, yeah, we are a proper dad rock band. <laughs> <We are> all <laughs> dads. You're all dads. Yeah. We're all yeah, dads. Yeah, yeah. yeah proper yeah. dad rock. So um, <laughs> yeah, so it, yeah, it does take some scheduling, and that means obviously, I think compared to some of the. Uh, some of the younger bands that we we we, uh, we move a bit slower. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do well to keep it together. To be frank, don't you, at the that's end of the it, day, that's it, yeah. in any band you you keep it well. You know, you do well to keep a band together more than a year or two. So yeah, if you've got children as well and you're still keeping it together, my god, you must be dedicated. That's all I can say. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, sh- a shout out to uh, Alfred Dabrowski and uh, Stuart Inger. He says uh, sounding great over here in Nottingham. Fabulous. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening and watching the show, Stuart. What's the next track you're going to play for us, guys? Okay, so the next track is was the first single from the new album, Horseplay, and th- this was released in March, and mm-hmm. it is a uh, it's a song about self-loathing, uh, but it's like a pop song. Um, it's, quite, it's quite upbeat, actually. Um, it's called I Can't Lose You. Off you go.
I can remember that song. Did you not send it in to me? I did send that in to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, back in March. Yeah, yeah that's a good song. Really good song. Uh, Michael Day, come, it's great rock band. Like them a lot. Cheers. Thank you very much, Michael, for uh, listening and watching the show. Thank you. So, Richard, where'd you get that bluesy rock voice from as well? Um, no, I don't know. I just... just Underage smoking. Huntington. <laughs> um, don't give it away. Um, <laughs> don't know. Uh, well, I used to grow up listening, again, it's just you grow up listening to that sort of stuff. Yeah. I guess I'm just trying, trying to emulate what... The stuff that I've liked when I've grown up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And did you grow up in a musical family? No. Did not? No. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm the only one... Um, well, funny enough, my, my older brother is now sort of learning to play a bass. Yeah. And he's doing quite well at it. Um, but no, not really. Nobody really played anything. So, so, so who uh, got you into, like, 60s, 70s sort of heavy blues rock and stuff like that, then? Um, me. You! Um, but... but I used to share, have to share a bedroom with my, my bro, yeah. and he, when he, when you know, when he was a bit younger, he used to like listen to um, a lot of hair metal and stuff. So it, we'd be listening to sort of like, you know, Motley Crue, Poison, and stuff. Yeah. like that. and that sort of. Um, I, I, I guess that was probably the inroad. I'm not proud of it, but that was the inroad yeah. to, into uh, sort of guitar music. But I remember like getting really into sort of the the bluesier sounding stuff like. T-Rex T- were like really early influence yep. for me when I was like you know nine ten years old. I was listening to those records and thinking like that's really good, you know great sound. And then sort of John Lee Hooker and things like that. And I remember sit- watching that BBC Sounds of the sixties and that got me into a lot of bands that way. Like um, first time ever heard Oh Well by Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac was on yeah. in the sixties and that just blew my mind. And that was pretty much the point at which I think well. That's what I'd like to do, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, it's an unusual way you sort of travelled backward in time, in a way. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, so, I mean, other bands have sort of done it sporadically, haven't they? Like, yes. I, th- I think Supergrass were quite Im- mm. quite influenced by um, uh, sort of earlier stuff, and then there's been other bands since, but, yeah, I guess it's... This is sort of a classic rock sound, isn't it? Yeah, it's great sound. You know, it's, it's a sound that will sort of uh, never die. What's that band that's around at the moment that sort of uh, sound like Led Zeppelin, but are not Led Zeppelin? Oh, um, what are they called? Greta. G- Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. Greta Van Fleet, yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like I say, it's a sound that's never going to die. A no, that's classic rock. Right, yeah, yeah. You know. And, and uh, you know, you just see like, it's such a uh, proliferation of... Um, classic rock festivals and things like that um around, you know just springing up all over the place people want to want to hear it still so yeah you don't hear enough enough of it on the radio nowadays do you and, and things no, like that you know no, but i mean i think I, I think it is probably more sort of it's, it's uh, what was it he says in spinal tap this appeal has become more selective <laughs> <laughs> it could be but i mean there's, I mean, these sort of fa- these festivals that you went about. There's hundreds of thousands of people go to them sort of festivals. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. Every every sort of year. Yeah, right, every think, every year, isn't there? You know what I mean? I so, think a lot of that stuff, the sort of classic. There's like a new wave of classic, yeah. isn't there? And I think that's that is probably underrepresented on uh, on mainstream. Yeah, radio, but, yeah, for but, sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Please get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> now then, what did that man over? What did he say at the back there? That drummer. He, he said, um, "Speaking of festivals, if there's anyone who'd like to." Oh yeah, have, have you not get yourself booked up for a, a festival this year at the moment? Well, um, twenty-four. Yeah, we, I think we're going to we're doing a few sort of local uh, yeah. things in twenty twenty-four. Um, 
uh, Buckfest, I think. Yeah. I, I think we're doing. Um, and yeah, but I th- did you make G- the- Jim? I think is trying to take us further afield. Yeah. <laughs> did, 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 did you make the Willow Festival last year? No, um, that was um, that arrived on the same uh, weekend that um, Roger was celebrating his wife's fiftieth uh, birthday. So ah, so uh-huh. we, we really couldn't do that. No, no, definitely not. Perhaps this year though. Maybe, yeah, if they offer it to us, yeah. Well, you have to sort of apply. It would be a great band live, I think. I'd come and see you anyway. Definitely watch it. Thank you. Without a doubt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, what's the next track you're going to play for us? Uh, so, this was another one I sent to you. Um, <laughs> in um, June, I think it was. This is the second single from uh, Horseplay, and it is called Lay It Low. Off we go.
Thank you. A shout out to uh, Vicky M. Long. Uh, thank you very much for listening and watching the show, Vicky. Uh, the drummer. What's his name there? I've lost him. Where has he gone? Ah, uh, Jim. You've got an unusual layout on your drums, and you told me you weren't going to speak on the mic, but I think you will do. I'll speak on the mic, mate. No worries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, what was the question? The unusual, unusual layout of your drum. It is an unusual layout. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm left-footed, but I'm right-handed, so it's a bit cack-handed when you're trying to play the drums. So I, I play a right-handed kit, but my, <laughs> but my bass drum is on the left-hand side. It's, it's very wonky, but... It, it works, you know what I mean? You've got you to do what works for you. So for, for 20, God knows how many years I've been... Well, I'm 49 now, but since I was 12, I played it the right way round. And about five years ago, I swapped it round to how I like it now. and Love it. Why, why did you swap it round when you did? Because I'm ultimately left-footed. But when ah. I was learning drums yeah. back in South Africa, you know, before the internet, uh, there was, you know, I just looked at videos of people on the telly and they all played it the right way around. Has it made you a better drummer because you're playing yeah, with your left I, foot? I've probably come on in my drumming since being able to switch to my stronger foot because effectively it's my... I'm left-footed. I kick Yeah, naturally na- left-footed, yeah. Bass drum, but yeah, no, it's great. I love it. Uh, it's just a bit of a drama to move it all around, but... <laughs> get over it. Yeah. I mean, to me, I've tried having a little sort of go at the drums here and there, and uh, it just seems to me, to me impossible. Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome to come round to my studio any time, mate. I'll give you a free lesson, no problem. Mate. <laughs> yeah. I reckon I'd probably need about three, about 50 free lessons. Oh, well, that's, that's all good. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, because you, you did say you've got a studio. Yeah, I've got a studio house. back in St. Ives, uh, Cambridge, uh, called the Drummer's Studio, funnily enough. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of um, where, we, where these guys met me, actually. Yeah. So these guys came and rehearsed at my studio, and uh, and next thing you know, I was on the drums. But, and and uh, you, did you say you've been playing the drums since you was 12? Yeah, since I was about 12. Yeah, and who encouraged you to take up the drums? Anybody sort of... Uh, well, um, I'll be totally honest with you. The first thing that I saw and the thing that I can remember... Mm. Uh, have you ever seen the, the episode of The Muppets where Buddy Rich basically plays the set? No. Look it up on the internet. No. It's fantastic. And that's like one of my oldest childhood memories. Buddy Rich, obviously one of the greatest drummers of all time... Mm. Walked around the Muppets' house with Kermit, and he literally played the set. So he was playing the, you know, the table. Then he was playing. Ah, the yeah, I get you mean. Yeah, it's <laughs> fantastic, and it just stuck in memory. You know what I mean? It's weird. And then, when my when when my friends were all sort of starting to enjoy music and starting to start bands, my best mate Gary was like, "Well." You're going to be on the drums. I'm going to do the singing, and we're going to go from there. And that was the end of that. That was it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what was, was it, one of the things is uh, I've not asked the band. What was, what was the name of the first band you was in when you were playing the drum thing? Can you remember? <laughs> I can. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we used to be in a in a band called uh, Quench. That was my Quench. Favorite. Quench. Oh, that's all right. That's not too bad at all. So you would yeah. quench your thirst on our quench music, first, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. were 12, we were 15, it's fine. What about Roger on the bass? Can you remember the name of the first band you was in? Yeah, we were called the Krusty Fox. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. There, we've got to say sorry for that. We've got sorry to say sorry. No, we've got to have no swear words. Yeah, good name, but we can't repeat it. Ap- apologies to the radio listeners. Yeah. And uh, Ben on guitar, can you remember? Uh, it wasn't called um, that. No. Uh, oh, the first band, it was a fictional band I was in. Uh, was it? Oil with my mate, Alex. 
Oil. Oil. We were six. Well, no, we let you off that one then, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had album covers, but no songs. <laughs> and, and Richard. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, the first band that I was in, which is quite boring, actually, compared to these names, I was actually in a band called The Night Jars, who um, was the first band I joined mm-hmm. when I was 16, and they were all about 40. Um, they were they won like the Cambridge Band competition and stuff, and I was, I was the uh, the uh, the junior in the band, and um, yeah, it was the Night Jars. And how long did you? Bird. How long? How, how long did you play with them? About a year and a half. I was there for their final um, demo cassette, as they were. Back nice, then. yeah, um, yeah. Demo called uh, Eager Joy. Oh, that's a good name, Swarf Eager yeah, Joy. Yeah, yeah. Or, or we called it Swan Song. <laughs> <laughs> Figure, if anybody can remember it, it was like a sort of a very sort of industrial, strong industrial soap that you would wash your hands in, especially if you worked in manufacturing and your hands got really, really dirty and horribly oily. You'd use a swarf eager that used to come out of a, a dispenser. Oh, yeah, it used to have a nice smell to it as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smoked like a sort of mad hospital ward. Anyway, what's the, what's, what's the next song you're going to play for us? So the next song we're going to play for you is the, funnily enough, is the song that um, won me the, the, the um, songwriting uh, prize of hmm. studio time that I was talking about earlier. So it was this song that, that we all, that sort of more or less was the catalyst for this band. So we play it a bit heavier now, because um, back then it was just played on acoustic guitar, and this song's called Barbara. Off you go.
Oh, yeah. I never wanted that one to end. <laughs> I bet you can jam that one out for a long time if you want, can't you? Yeah. Well, yeah, sometimes we do. We've <laughs> <laughs> gone for days with that one. It depends yeah. on the length of the set we're being asked to play. Um, it'd be like, right, they're going to get that one for 25 minutes. <laughs> it's a good filler. Yeah. It is a great song, really, really great song, that one. <laughs> I don't understand why you won a songwriting competition with it. I've got oh, a few more shout-outs. A shout-out to uh, Sarah Cliff, a shout-out to uh, The Lounge Lizards, and a shout-out to uh, Philip Clark. Thank you guys for listening and uh, watching the show. Uh, what else we got? Oh, yeah. We've got Ben. How long have you been playing guitar then, Ben? Um... Probably well since I'm not I'm not very good, but I've been playing since I was four years old, so I should be a lot better. But so thirty five years, I think. Yeah, have you four years old? Yeah. So what spurred you at four to? Was did somebody give you a toy guitar or something like that? Then? Uh, I was on uh, Mundersley Market and I saw a cassette of Elvis Presley, and I was like, "Yep, that's it. That'll do." <laughs> Even though he didn't play the guitar, of course, but still, I was four. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the sound, isn't it? So, yeah. Yes. It's great. It's great sound. Yeah. 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 So you, you've been, must have been in stacks of bands then? Since I was four, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been in mostly bands with Rich uh, <laughs> and a few others, yeah. Mm. Quite a few, but mostly around sort of, Cambridge area. Yeah. And what's, what's, what's what you guys are sort of from St. Ives? Most of you from St. Ives, hunting down around the area? Well, I, I was uh, born in Huntingdon and lived in Huntingdon until I was about 20, and then I moved to Cambridge and mm. currently uh, reside in Waterbeach. And what do you reckon to the, the Cambridge music scene? How's, how's, it, how's it going? Um, it's good, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's um, a lot smaller than some other music scenes, but I think it's very good. It's, uh, you know, very, got some very quality um, Bands and, yeah. and stuff, and like we've got like there's a little circuit in Cambridge that's quite nice. And you've got some nice venues, haven't you? Yeah, and it's very friendly, so yeah, very good. And you've got the Strawberry Fair. Strawberry I mean, that must be another yeah. one for you to aim for, surely, guys. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we did it. We did it a bunch a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, maybe. I think, yeah. You're not, you're not tuning and gig, gigging and getting out there, gigging? Oh, yeah, totally, but, yeah, I, I think, um, again, it's one of those things where, uh, how do you put it, I think, again, it's things like childcare. Of like, course. Like, um, can sometimes come into, come into play, particularly if, you, if you're offered, like, a, a slot that's, like, two in the afternoon, that's going to be a bit harder to work around than something which, you know... Yeah, I know where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. Later I do. I do know where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to play. I used to play in like, quite a lot, of, singing a lot of bands and stuff like that. Yeah. And then uh, once it got to the second child in the family, that was it. I just chucked it in. I just, just it right. Yeah. You just got no sort of more time to do it, and then yeah. uh, sort of converted to radio where it weren't. But that was like after about ten years, and it's all grown up a little bit. So yeah, I do admire you for keeping it going. You know what I mean? But yeah. I just think it's a shame that uh, more people don't get to hear you. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. We, we often think this ourselves. I think, really, we'd, we've not got, like, um, uh, what's the word, uh, aspirations to take over the world. No. I think we're just, we're just happy to be included. Yeah. That, yeah. That'll do. Like, do you know what I mean? And I think we're good enough to be included. Yeah. Oh, definitely. We'll yeah. turn up and play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you got any gigs coming up in the next month or two or f three or four? Um, well, yep, in fact... Um, You've got a list. Uh, yes, so on January the 5th, or, f or f no, January the 4th, I think, I think it is, um, at the 6-6 bar in Cambridge, mm -hmm. we're playing with uh, a local band called The Mardlers and um, a, 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 a sort of a country rock artist called uh, Georgia Nevada. 
Oh, that sounds interesting, night. Yeah, yeah. And and um, then on Feb- on February the third, um, although it could be going to the second now, but it's either the second or the third of February. Um, that's not my memory. That is the scheduling. Um, yeah. That is, <laughs> we're playing um, Hanks in Cambridge, which used to be the Tall Trees. It's now changed it uh, to the, to Hanks, and we're playing there with uh, uh, an excellent Delta slide blues guitar player um, called Tom Colborn. Well, that sounds a good night as well. Yeah, yeah. And then in March, uh, we're playing a charity event at the Portland Arms um, with a, a really excellent indie band called Yoke and another really excellent indie band called Mr No Faith. And then in April, we've got um, a sort of a, a, a celebratory gig of my 45th birthday and, and Ben's 40th birthday uh, at the Blue Moon in Cambridge, and that's going to be on April the twentieth. And our sort of birthdays fall either side of that, and we haven't really figured out the lineup for that. But you know, it's on. That the sounds phone. a good night as well. It sounds like you've got some good gigs coming up. I'm going to try to get down to one or two of them. I like go- I like going to Cambridge. Went to the Portland Arms last year to see the ba- Baby Seals. Oh, well, uh, they're friends of ours. They're friends of ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was that was a good night. Yeah, was, yeah. They're, well, they're a great band. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good band. So yeah, perhaps I'll come down to the Portland Arms to see you because it's not too bad there. For yeah, parking that's, that's and all stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, it's got very good air conditioning. <laughs> I didn't notice. <laughs> well, we, we, we've been to it for years and years and years, and they, they've upgraded the place. Have they? So on a hot day, it's nice and cool in there. Yeah, that's the place is, to yes. be. Yes, it is. It used absolutely. to be hot as hell, basically, yeah. and now yeah. it's not. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with air conditioning. It's good. I like it. Okay. They got my vote. And uh, oh, shout out to uh, Philip Clark. What's the next one you're going to play for us, guys? Okay, so we're going to play um, next couple of songs we've been playing are um, new songs. So these are the first time we've played them as a band to anybody. Oh, an exclusive. Do you like an exclusive? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So this is uh, this is called Somebody to Miss. Off you go.
People get hold of your music. Um, well, everything's available like on Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, just anywhere you can d- stream stuff. Um, so it's all just available online digitally. Any CDs or anything else like that available? No. What about no. The, some of them? <laughs> what about some of them RJ Archer spanking T-shirts? They look quite good. Look, he's, your drummer's modelling them. Yes. One of us has to do it. Yeah. Oh, look, I've not seen the back. What does that say? Oh, you got it. You got it in a proper. RJ Archer and the paper. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Oh, it's really good. Oh, I've managed <laughs> yeah, to pull. So I've managed to pull yeah, a cable out. I've that got is that excited. The sole piece of merch we've got available right now. Um, that's on Bandcamp. Um, yeah. Oh, there's a couple of posters left as well. But yeah, we haven't got any CDs or. Um, or, or uh, You're fully digital. Or vinyl, yeah, we just just put them out on uh, online. Yeah, we'd like to, but. It, the thing is, again, it's one of those things that I think if you invest in CDs or vinyl, you've then got to play loads of gigs to sell those CDs and vinyl. So, um, I used to be, I've been in a band or two, and we used to give our CDs away. Which always was always... Mind you, that's before the days of the internet sort of took over, you know what I mean? But we yeah, just used to give them away true. at gigs and stuff like that. But we was all sort of into our tech, so we all used to burn up our own sort of... our fair share of CDs and print-off covers and sort of do them DIY and stuff like that. You could do stuff a bit easier like that back then. I think, um, like, uh, I was in a band called Dog Boy in um, 1998, <laughs> and uh, we had a, a one-sided seven-inch single, and we printed out all the songs that were quite short, the punk rock, so yeah, sure. short, and it was on one side of the single to cut the cost. But we managed to get everything all in like 500 singles for like about 350 quid and that included the cover art the that's sweet. cheap isn't it it's a really good price this yeah. was the 90s though yeah yeah yeah, so yeah, we yeah. Could, like, knock them out for a quid or even just like you know yeah we, we give some away just for like promotional yes. things and we, mm. we still broke even that just wouldn't happen now mm. do you know what i mean so um i've seen i've seen like singles from bands on seven inch and stuff and i bought a few even but yes. like 10 pounds 15 pounds mm. And they've got to charge that much in order to just make the money back, and that's how ridiculous it's got. So. Well, there's just trouble, isn't there? There's been quite a vinyl revival, and mm. uh, there's not the pressing plants around for it, really. No, there ain't, no. The, 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 yeah, the demand has outstripped the, um, the, the, uh, the, 
what's the word for it the supply yeah 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 I've, I've seen some, some people starting issuing stuff back on cassettes as well yeah there's, yeah, there's a bit of like uh, demand for that as well cassettes maybe we'll do that maybe we'll do, we'll do yeah cassettes. yeah because that's quite niche at the moment but yeah yeah, yeah there's there's an artist I know called Billy No Mates who's sort of uh, she's yeah. a fe- female artist and she's she's had a, like a, a limited edition seat, uh, cassette release this week yes in fact, actually, she played um, a, um, a club in Cambridge called MASH with the Baby Seals a couple of months ago. Did she? Yeah, yeah, they played a gig together, and um, I wasn't there, uh, but um, I've heard it was a very, very good... Very yeah, good. I was suspecting... I've, I've seen I've seen her uh, support... She she played a support slot for Sleeping Mods. She mm. really is quite good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, yeah, because yeah, that's... Um, well, we was, in, we was in a band called Biscuits for Bears, me and Ben, mm. about... Ooh, it's coming up to ten years ago now, but we we put some stuff out on cassette and um, yeah, sold a few. Yeah, that that was that was quite low. That was quite low risk, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm, I'm doing. I'm buying up cassette albums at the moment because oh, yeah. I collect. I collect. <laughs> I, 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 it's strange. I collect. I, I, you know, I do collect a lot of music, and uh, it's quite a cheap way to. You know, I've, I've got myself on a couple of sort of like record store websites and stuff like that, mm. keeping an eye out what comes out in cassette. So if you're lucky, you can buy a cassette album for like three, three pound fifty, which is no money, which is way cheaper than the vinyl. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. In actual fact, I, I came across um, a bunch of cassettes um, in in the loft the other day when I was having a clear out, and there was some some um, bands from quite recently that I'd, I'd also bought. And um, yeah, and I was just like, oh, I had a tape player. I'm going to have to get myself. Yeah, one. you can pick one off on eBay quite cheap, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And uh, I've got the only thing is with cassettes, there was a variation of quality. I've noticed. Uh, like I've got I've got one uh, the Water Boys album not so long ago. Uh, the most famous one I can't think of the bloody name of it now yeah. uh, anyway that was on like chromium oxide and there's no hiss at all on that at all it really is clear and then there's another one uh, I've got I can't remember who the band, band a new model army and there's just a slight hiss in the background I, mean, I don't know if that's because it's been I played a lot or something like that I don't it really might know it might be yeah I think some again it's one of those things it's like I think if you, if you there's a bit of a what's the word say if you're in a sort of a real scuzzy sort of punk band a bit of hiss on the tape's probably going to suit you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, a bit, it's a bit much the same as like you know, Black Sabbath never sounded so good as on vinyl because you need the crackle. Yes. To make to you know. Yeah, to, yeah, to make yeah. The hairs, yeah. The hairs of your neck stand up no, before that. That's right. Well, you, that you still can't playing. beat the sound of vinyl. That's for yeah, sure. Exactly. Anyway, too much chat. Not in the song. <laughs> what we're going to go? What, what's the next one? So the next one's a newie. Um, this is called Blue Dancer. Off you go.
Okay, so we jammed that one out a bit at the end there. Yeah, it still worked. <laughs> worked fine. Sorry. Are you, are, you, are you already planning the next album? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think what I'm probably going to... In I May, I'm going to record a sort of a, some of these songs, actually, in the more sort of chilled out... They're still going to be rocky, but sort of chilled out sort of arrangements. And then we're probably going to look to do, like, another band album... Um, next, not this year, like as in 2024, but probably 2025. Mm. Space them out two years apart, and that sounds about right to me. Yeah. So otherwise, I think it's probably unrealistic, the pressure. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair time to put it all in, isn't it? Stuff like that. And you've probably got to finance it all yourselves as well. Well, this is it, yeah. I mean, in all, it's, in all fairness, one of the great things about the way we've worked as well is like recording sort of the takes live and then we work quite quickly so like i say both albums were sort of in real time were recorded and mixed and mastered in under 24 hours mm. and i think when you listen to them you wouldn't know that at all i mean they're quite they're quite high quality but um those you know everything all, all told to put it out and the lot was about under 600 quid in each for each album yeah that's pretty reasonable then isn't it it is pretty yeah. reasonable but even then i think 600 quid's quite a lot of money mm. so you've got a, you've, you've well got it is when you've got family Exactly. This is the thing. You've got. You still got a budget for it, and yeah. uh, and, and it's, it's again really the, the main thing is the time. It's just like you know. So, so for 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 horseplay, like you know, the the actual like recording sessions were only about four or five hours each, mm. like three, four or five hour sessions. But they were about three or four months apart. And what studio did you use? Sorry, uh, Perry Road Studios in Buckton. Hmm. Yeah, and that's a very good place. Like, um, so yeah, um, yeah, about about three or four months apart between each session, but that's just simply because of when can we all be in the same room yeah. in the daytime to do that? Do you know what I mean? So, so, and, yeah. and one, the last question is: How can people get in contact with you if they need to uh, to get uh, in contact with you? So, <laughs> on Facebook, if you if you go to um, Facebook slash um, RJ Archer Music. It will bring you to RJ Archer and the Painful Memories. Um, on uh, the same with uh, Instagram, if you go to RJ underscore and underscore the underscore pain, <laughs> underscore memories, um, it will take you to RJ Archer and the Painful Memories. There's if too you, many social media channels now. Just, just oh. pop a name in search engine. You just pop a name and it will get, get you anywhere you want to. Yeah, go. yeah. Just Weirdly, pop it in Google. On, yeah. on Twitter, it's, it's Ricky Boom Boom. If you just use Google, you'll find us. That's the best thing. We're coming up to the end of your session. What's the last one you're going to play for us this evening? So this one is the uh, last single from the album uh, Horseplay, which we released this track in October. In October, and it was um, it's called Cable Car to Your Heart, and it's a uh, it's a song about um, that gently takes digs at sort of um, outdated uh, notions of chivalry. Oh. Off you go. These things happen. They do happen, yeah. I 
yeah. Finish from a banger, boys. Thank you very much indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, RJ Archer and the uh, painful memories. Uh, big nice. shout out to uh, Paul Biggins on the mixing desk and uh, Steve Croxford who's been doing the videos for us this evening. Uh, this is a band called Princess Goes and a song called Come of Age.
Princess Goes and uh, Come of Age. You're listening to the uh, Dot Mason Radio Show, Peterborough City Radio, 103.2 FM. Oh, we're getting up to uh, 9 pm. Got to squeeze as many tracks in, sent into the show as I can. This is uh, the first band from Sheffield who've had a track in from this week. They go by the name of Marples, and the song's called Friends.
that, Marples and Friends. I've got another track from a band in Sheffield. These guys are called Vivas, and the song's called Girls from Sheffield. There you go, see, I told you this week you'd have a bit of a time of it. Uh, that song was actually called uh, Vinyl Girls. The thing is, I've been really, really busy working. It's a bit mad work at the moment, and uh, sometimes you don't get a chance to uh, clear your brain, then you come straight out of work to a radio show. There we go, we've got one uh, track left to play, I think, this week. Uh, we're going to have to miss one out. I don't, uh, we're going to play a band, I think, yeah, sorry to uh, Regent from Southampton, can't squeeze you in this week, but we have played lots of your tracks before. Uh, this is a band called uh, Velva- Velveteen Queen, and the song's called uh, Barrel of a Gun, and I'm just going to say, good night. <laughs> 